the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show want to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we work. We acknowledge and pay our respects to the Ngunnawal, Ngambri and Darawal people who are the traditional custodians of the land on which we meet. We recognise their enduring connection to this land, their culture and their ongoing contribution to these regions. We also recognise and pay respect to the Elders past, present and emerging of the Ngunnawal, Ngambri and Darawal nations. May we all continue to learn from and support their rich cultural heritage and work towards reconciliation and mutual respect with Australia's First Nations people. G'day, you wonderful human. It's Matty C here. We love that you make time to fit us at the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show into your day, and we want to help even more fantasy football players, no matter where you're from. To do this, we need your help. If you can tell just one person this week about our show and share where you listen to us, we'd be really appreciative of the support. Testimony from you who already join us and are part of our team really does help us reach new people. Also, giving us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast app helps more people find the show, and it's more effective than you'd think. It's free, costs nothing, and takes just a moment of your time. We'd really love if you could help us so we can keep helping more people. Now, we ain't here for a haircut. Let's get into it. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. What's funny, man, John, is every time you always say, guess who's back, I always think of Eminem, and then I realize you are an Eminem. You got patient. You got patient. You got patient. Just like Oprah said. Aussie? It's more of a Titans oh no line. (laughs) It's the opposite of the silver lining. It's a brown lining. Fuck you, Broncos. NFL. And in last place, probably as usual. Who's left? 100%. 100%. I'm not taking the 49ers. Fuck those guys. (laughs) Not even close. Oh, shit, Matt. Fantasy. Getting fed by the yeah. fantasy club sandwich these days. Sue and Kirk Cousins. Not a lettuce sandwich anymore. <laughs> no lettuce. You get an extra piece of bread in there. You get some mayo, you get some else. chicken, you get some bacon. It's pretty good now. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. And that was the one where I literally did the rap in the lead up. Yeah, I fucked up. I fucked up. For the Aussie Gridiron Network, this is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. It's the show where... You know, we take our fantasy football super seriously, but then we blend in a whole bunch of taking shots at each other, taking shots at players, a whole bunch of penis jokes as well, apparently. Uh, that's That's been the flavour of the month lately. No. My name is Maddie C for Cockhead, apparently, too. Uh, welcome in. The voice you can hear in the background is only Australia's greatest fantasy analyst, Taylor Goodall. How you doing, mate? Yeah, absolutely great, mate. It was awesome to to watch Christian Mick Coxlap just absolutely destroy the uh, Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> uh, just, just decided to put up a 40-piece for a bunch of fantasy uh, owners out there. I believe possibly fantasy owners that are on this podcast, but I digress. But, uh, mate, it was absolutely great. Great week again. Uh, can't wait to talk fantasy again uh, moving into week five. Oh, can you believe we're about to talk week five? Uh, in the other corner, though, and we've got to go a little gently. Uh, on our precious flower today because he's he, there's pollen everywhere in this town and he's got hay fever and I actually think this is a bit of BS. I think he was yelling and throwing things at his TV after a certain grand final on the weekend um, oh, where things didn't go fine. well and I, I took my shots, man, shot. I'm not taking any more shots. I told you I was done and I'm done. But, but mate, it's good to have you back because even if you have been shouting at your TV, it's good to have you back. Yeah, it's, it's good to be back, you know. Um, shame my Broncos lost, but, you know, only lost to the best team of like a decade so but yeah, yeah congrats to marky mark uh he's a Panthers yeah. fan but you know always good my Niners are four and oh in the more yes. important sport so yes they are yeah I, I just wanted to say that because i know maddie is probably seeming at the teeth seeing my 49ers do real well but you know my night is back I, i'm really excited this week we got sunday night football uh the boys against us 
Yeah, them the boys, boys against the men. You know, the Niners, they've just been absolutely killing it. Very excited to see how the boys have been doing. Uh, but, you know, this week, it's going to be an interesting test against Dallas. I think it's going to be the game of the week. It's going to be something absolutely incredible. Uh, a lot of pastry performers as well. Lots of lots of controversy with the awards this week. I reckon we'll get into that in a couple of seconds. Cannot wait either. And like... Taylor said, we're about to get into week five, so this week's going to mark passing a third of the way through. So, what do we know? And what we know is that there's going to be some guys who have really excelled, and we've talked a bit about them in the last week, and and there's been guys who really struggled, and we talked about them the week before. And this week, we want to talk about kind of where the rubber meets the road now. Who do you sell and who do you buy? And I'm looking forward to talking about that with you guys a little bit later on. Big show, too, because we will talk a bunch about the pastry performers, which I know is a real battle for you this week, man, because the performances that weren't good were historically not good. But, gee, the performances that were good were tough to separate. So I'm looking forward yeah. to getting into that with you. But we're also – Tay, I'm going to kick this one to you straight out of the gate. Our jersey giveaway was a roaring success, and I understand it was really thrilling finish. Yeah, mate, it was absolutely crazy at the end, to be honest. Uh, it, it got it really, really came down to the wire. And when I say that, it literally came down to the last play or the last drive of the game for Seattle. It was uh, – when I, when I sort of added up the scoreboard uh, late last week, I realized that uh, there was basically only two-point gap between the leader and second. Uh, oh. the, the guy that was leading, um, who ends up winning it, I'll, I'll bring his name up in a little bit, but he was basically leading the whole way through. And it seemed like he had a bigger lead than I actually probably realized. And once I added it up, I realized he was only ahead by two points. Ooh. And the guy who was coming second actually only joined in in week two. So he actually missed the first week. So it was pretty crazy that he was wow. that close. And in the end, it actually came down to a thing where the, the leader picked the Giants uh, and the guy coming second picked Seattle. So you basically knew he was going to get that one over him. And really it all it came down to was the guy coming second had DK Metcalf, who had already scored a touchdown, and, and oh. the guy leading had uh, uh, Kenny Kenneth Walker. And basically there was about two points, two and a half points difference between DK leading Walker into the last drive. And so Walker had to have basically over a 25-yard rush in that last drive, and he ran for about 30 on and, and just <laughs> got him in front. It was, it was unbelievable. It's the only way he wow. could, have, could have taken over because there really wasn't anyone else. I think Breeder was kind of close to taking over DK a little bit, but really he needed Kenneth Walker to get there because he needed anyone to beat out DK so he could hold on to the lead. And wow. in the end, he, he, got a, he got a miracle at the end and, and held on. So, um, you know, it was it was bad luck. I might as well I'm not, I'm naming them now. But it was bad luck to Isaac, who ended up second. But but thanks so much, mate, for for joining yeah. in. And especially in week, from week two onwards, you did amazing to be where you were. Um, seeing you miss the first week, so congratulations to Isaac. But um, a huge, well done, huge, mate. huge congratulations to Pete Neal uh, for taking down our first ever giveaway that we've done on the podcast and and yeah a huge shout out to him and uh we've already organized the jersey uh already got that being shipped uh down to canberra and uh, i believe maddie and mandrod are gonna do a bit of a delivery and a bit of a post to, to to showcase the jersey he has gotten uh he has picked a aaron jones jersey being a big packers fan so that'll be uh making its way to canberra later this month Wow, and that's going to be so great, man. John, are you looking forward to that? But I don't know how anyone would handle if I don't know, say Bob Costas just turned up on their doorstep 
or Ray Warren or I don't know. We can put you up in that, can't we? You're that level. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think I could put myself in that level right now. But yeah, uh, you know, to remain humble as I always am. Uh, uh, yeah, this is between I the think- pastry press and the gridiron commentary and this show. Like you, you kind of get them coming and you get them going. Like it's it's kind of a pretty ingenious little marketing plot you got there. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm sure Pete's going to shit himself when he opens the door to find at the real man, John Malley, turn up at his doorstep. Um, with yeah, the, with it's going to be pretty fun, pretty interesting. Um, congrats to Pete. Yeah, was, yeah big congrats. It is a tough jersey competition. I definitely wouldn't have won that because I reckon if Taylor entered and I entered, Taylor would have won it anyway. Yep. So <laughs> we, we all know how that works. Dr. Right? Goodcall so, would have won it as well. We have to put Taylor and Dr. Goodcall against each other one of these days. I reckon that'd be fun. Yeah, fuck yeah. that guy. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I think for starts of the week from now on, we should have like uh, Taylor's team and then a Dr. Goodcall team and then just see if Dr. Goodcall <laughs> well, Taylor. That wouldn't be hard because he literally picks one from every spot. So he yeah. could literally take his take his picks. But uh, I, d- yeah. I just wanted to quickly just say thanks to everyone that entered. Uh, thanks Same. to everyone that was listening to the podcast. Had a lot of people reaching out about how good the content was. Uh Shout out to Monty for being the uh the you know the code word and you know just. Could he have had a better week four as well? By the way, to finish it, could he have had a better week four? Jesus oh, Christ, mate, he was great. Like, don't worry, he'll come up later. Seven hundred touchdowns, all those yards. Yeah, no. Um, I'd like to extend my thanks to everybody who participated, everybody who came along to just check out the show along the way as well. Um, and hopefully, if you folks will stick around and, and are enjoying the content. But, you know, it, that, that's 100% why we do it as well, is uh, to try and find folks out there who want a little bit of a kick along in their fantasy world and, and hopefully we help them improve their rosters and improve their results and, in, and and mostly improve the amount of fun they get out of it because at the bottom of it all, it's a game. It's meant to be enjoyed, win or lose. So that's it's really been kind of cool to have that as a little, little something extra, which we've never done before. And for it to go to Pete as well, who we know is top bloke, uh, cannot wait to make Manjot hold that jersey because it's going to make his skin fucking sizzle as he walks up to that front door to give it to Pete because uh, a 49er holding a Packers jersey, mate, yeah, you need a photo oh, of yeah. that. There's, a, there's some forbidden there's some forbidden yeah. stuff going on there, trust me. Mate, 49 are faithful are going to be fucking pissed at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's for the good It's for the good, con- good of the content, all right? Yeah, so, you, you uh, don't have to sell uh, me on that. you got to sell your boys. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's okay. They they, they know everyone. Okay. They're giving you forgiveness. Yeah. <laughs> everyone knows this for the goodness of the content, so it's all good. Speaking of tipping stuff as well, um, Manjo, I kick this to you each week because nobody is more interested in uh, just doling out the feel goods <laughs> and doling out the shit burgers for people who are tipping well and tipping badly than in the G'day Gridiron versus Fantasy Guys pick them that we've got going this year. Uh, a quick breakdown of this. Manjot, instead of staying with good guys, went over to the dark side and is tipping with the G'day Gridiron boys. And uh, it means that it's Taylor, Mark and... Well, just Taylor and Mark tipping pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, okay, enough spoilers. Manjo, you, you describe it and, and take it away because you do the best job segment. Yeah, once again, boys, a.k.a. me and Ian and Brad, just going on top. I'm very excited just to say that. And here we because, go. Man, we, we have been absolutely killing it right now. I think the boys have just absolutely seen um, that we are the actual NFL analysts, like I said. That is why I joined the team uh, so recently. So, <laughs> you look, went to a scoreboard. 
Yeah, individual individual scoreboard though. Pretty respectable. We see Taylor on top once again, as he does absolutely everything Taylor does. He wins. Um, we've seen this a million times over the course of our time together. That Taylor just wins everything. He just yep. wins absolutely everything. So well done. Uh, you're on top still. But doesn't you know, matter though. Game- it doesn't matter because it is a we did we did our uh, premise that we are obviously teams. But I just felt like as you were talking about being great analysts that I thought I'd just you know give myself some shameless self promotion, which as we all know I am not you know above. Sorry. Anyway, back to Manjo. Yeah. So look, the boys <laughs> we're just absolutely killing it once again, and hey, um, I'm very excited to announce that Good Egg Gridiron is on top. Once more, I'm just telling it off. I'm just making sure I get the maths correct. Otherwise, the boys will kill me. But the free guys, by the way, free guys over 40 correct. Taylor, 43 and 21 on the year, 430 points. Well done to him. Ian, 420 points, which is 42 and 22. Manjo, 42 and 22. Mark, 39 and 25, Brad, 38 and 24, and Maddie, all the way at the bottom once again, um, 36 and 27. Well done, Ian, for winning this week. You had 13 and 3, Manjot and Mark, Mark, sorry, Dynasty Mark, uh, 12 and 4, and Taylor and Maddie, 11 and 5, and Brad, come on, man, 10 and 6, you got to do a little bit better, man. Um, what the fuck are you doing, Brad? <laughs> <laughs> but look, um, me, uh, me, Taylor, Who said and that? Ian are also <laughs> in the top 10%. You're in the top 3.4%, I think it is. Yeah, 3.4% yeah. of tippers, Taylor. Uh, me and Ian equal, so Job's that means we are... Yeah, jobs not finishes. I like to say he's stealing my lines. Uh, me and Ian are in the top 6.3% of tippers, uh, which is actually pretty impressive. So we got three guys in the top 6.3% with Taylor being in the top 3.4% of tippers. Um, just tallying the scores up, 12, 1,220 for the good <laughs> boys. And then for the Aussie NFL fantasy boys, uh, it is 1,180. So we're up by four, four correct tips, which is 40 points. So we're up. Well if done. I just have an average week, then yeah. we're in the lead. Fuck. Yeah. Look, you, <laughs> look, you laugh now, correct. but that week where there's about 100 upsets, Maddie's just going to clean up. Yeah, you guys yeah, all go three and fucking 13, and old Matty C over here will be like a rat with a gold tooth, yep. living the best who, life. Yeah, he'll be like a seven and nine, and he'll be like, <laughs> Yeah. And I'll <laughs> close the gap. <laughs> Look, it wasn't, it wasn't good enough to stay in the lead with us, all right? We're, we're in a different league. We're Australia's best football analysts out there. So, Matty, you got you got to keep up. you got to keep up. Brad got 10 and 6, and he's got to keep up too, all right? Just, he got 10 and 6, I, and he's last, and he's on your team. So just, okay? And he goes <laughs> to the Cowboys. Yeah, wanker. <laughs> yeah. All right, that part, that part, all right, that part I can I can agree with. Um, yeah. Uh, you you know. had two of us dumping on Brad, now you get Manjo going, oh, okay, I'll dump on Brad too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, only the You make Cowboys, a good point. Only the Cowboys. Only the Cowboys. Pile, right? Jump on this pile. Man. We got him there. We got him there. Two salesmen <laughs> right there. That's what that was. So the, the gap there, it's 40 points in terms of points, but uh, for every correct is 10. So it, it's it's four tips. Um, and, and I mean, I think at this point too, we're – 
how few you fellas are tipping. That's actually it's gonna be tough to to um, to bridge because if the worst tipper in our competition at all last week went ten and six, then you know it's not a lot of room to try and catch up points. So, um, Maddie, see less roughies. I think I heard somebody say thirty or forty times in the last week and a half. Less roughies. Did I ever tell you about the time I took the Colts? Yeah, no. I took the Colts this week. I took the Colts this week, and it was it went down to overtime. So I was like, "Fuck!" I almost did a Maddie C. I almost, oh, I almost recreated Maddie's like best moment. I mean, it was a pretty good moment in a fucking bleak week. Otherwise, so that's just why I was carrying yeah. on about it because I think I went it eight and eight or something. Only, <laughs> it's his only correct tip that week, I reckon. Fuck. The way, yeah, we all- <laughs> Everyone but Maddie tipped against Gardner Minshew, so we all deserved it. Yeah, imagine tipping against Gardner Minshew. I said that a few weeks ago yeah. when when it was like a one v one. I remember uh, the boys tipping against um, Gardner. Imagine doing that. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be Mad- me. Maddie went for a mustache ride. Fucking nice. love that guy. Oh. He's still a jaguar to me, mate. Get him in here. I want to buff him. Uh, that, that's the G'day Gridiron versus Aussie NFL Fantasy Guys update. I don't know about you guys. I could go red hot pastry. You want to get the pastries oh, going? I'm hungry, bro. I'm hungry. Oh, same here. They're so sweet and fresh. Really? Feeling the pastry vibe, man. John, are you feeling the pastry vibe? <laughs> yeah, I feel the pastry vibe. Honestly, I, I'm hungry, man. I, I don't think I've eaten all day, uh, just because I've been saving up for that pastries. You know, I've been I've been very hungry. Getting the PPPs? Is it the potatoes and peas? Yeah, and yeah. Um, peas and potato pastries. Yeah, those Yum. are the best, man. Did the business, uh, brother. Boy. I'm Irish. Sorry, you don't I need have... to sell me on potato. No, 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 I'm there. No, no. <laughs> yeah, a bit of a moan there, I know, but <laughs> it was a big week in the NFL. Lots of great performances. It's time to honor all of them. Patient performer of the week this week. All of them coming up right now on the patient performer segment. And man, am I hungry. All right. Now, there were some guys that were feasting this week across the board. And boy, let's talk about our rookie page performer of the week. And it goes to none other than CJ Stroud. Man, nice. CJ Stroud. Yes, yeah, CJ Stroud. Yay, proud. Love it. Yeah. Oh, Tay, that's that. fantastic. I love that, Tay. I love that. That's going to be his new nickname on this show. Look, <laughs> Stroud, I, I don't know, man. Like all these rookie QBs been struggling and shit, but Stroud. He's been a class of his own, like just above, a class above everyone. It's just been incredible what this guy has done across the year. Just what what we've seen from CJ Stroud, because he has just taken the world by storm. His O-line has been real injured. You know, his receivers aren't even that good. And yet this guy is just absolutely killing the game. Like just watching him, just watching how he's done across the board, Across the whole season, he's been setting records. Second highest passing yards total for any QB as a rookie behind Cam Newton in 2011. 
unbelievable. We've had 306 yards this week, two TDs against a pretty good Steelers defense. His yeah. completion percentage could be higher, but I think that's just something that doesn't matter when you get 10 yards in attempt. Just incredible. He outperformed Pittsburgh all week, and it was just incredible. Absolutely love this guy. I think he's going to be an amazing quarterback in the NFL. I think for fantasy purposes, a lot of people have been picking it up this week and last yeah. week too. So he's pretty much gone in all your leagues, I reckon. Me and Astro last week. 100%. Yeah. No one was a bigger advocate for CJ Stroud in last week in the lead up. Anyway, I didn't see anybody talk about CJ Stroud nearly as much as I heard Taylor talk about CJ Stroud. So that's that's a nice payoff for you, Tay. Well done. Pop, pop quiz. How many intercepts does he have this year? Can I go with 22? <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> Zero. Hasn't thrown one pick. That's amazing nope. for a rookie. Especially a rookie who's passing so much. Like it's it's honestly unbelievable. Yeah. I work at an office where, where I'm just behind a desk. I reckon I've thrown intercepts this year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's been incredible just across the board. I'm I'm impressed by him, especially as a rookie. Just having that much poise, just that much confidence in your abilities. Incredible. Incredible. Been been enjoying it. Been enjoying the CJ Strad show. Um I think also co-rookie of the week, definitely Devin Witherspoon uh, on Monday yes. Night Football just destroyed the shit out of Daniel Jones. I knew I was forgetting someone when I said CJ Stroud. Um, but yeah, he's definitely my offensive rookie, CJ Stroud, defensive rookie, Devin Witherspoon. Yeah, that's right. Um, re- I haven't really done offensive and defensive rookies no. like that in a while, but I think this week's definitely we- warranted. Yeah. yeah. It's been Ty, are you going to say it? Devin's heaven? <laughs> yeah, Devin Heaven. Well, it was That's probably Devin Hell. It was probably Devin Hell for the freaking um for freaking well, the Giants. It was for Daddy Giants. Giants. Yeah, Tate. That's oh, a callback because your joke last week. When I listened to that again later on, it That's made me laugh even harder. It was so yeah, good. It was like, funny the second time. Devon, isn't it? Now it's Devon. How it's pronounced? So his pronunciation changed in the time the recording happened. So that makes it even better. <laughs> Can we Devin in my heart, mate? Yeah, Devin Hester. Yeah. Um, and Devin in my intestines. Man, Devon, <laughs> sorry, Devin Witherspoon is just incredible. Just what he was doing oh, against the Giants. He had a couple sacks, a pick six that went 97 yards. Boy, he was just killing them. Like, I just can't believe a player would do that. That's just a career highlight. And you do that in your fourth game of your career. Seattle may have one of the best cornerback duos as well, although 50% of my patient press followers don't agree, 57% don't agree. Um, I think they definitely have a top two or top three CB duo in the league at the moment. They're just two young guys absolutely killing them. Boy, it's going to be hard to pass against Seattle. Yeah. He also pumped the living shit out of one of their running backs. I think it was like Brightwell or something. I think he, he, he came in for a run and he just <laughs> yes. stepped in front of him and just pumped him. Like he, <laughs> it was, and, he, and he definitely had like, he was definitely the smaller guy in that altercation and he just smoked him. It was like an NRL tackle. It was, he reminds me a bit of Sauce. Like he just, he just, oh, that's cool. a lot of shit and he, and he, but he can back it up. Like he, honestly, I don't normally bring up defensive guys that often on this, no, you don't. on the pastry performers. But he actually was going to be one I was going to bring up. So yeah, I completely agree with Midget. Obviously, I I watched a lot of that uh, Giants um, Seahawks game, and he was honestly one of the bright spots. He he looked amazing. 
I quickly say, yeah. too, that tackle that you're talking about is, yeah. I know you guys have seen a little bit of highlight footage of Matty C playing in the local league and getting tackled. <laughs> and, and some of them are oh. jarring hits, right? And we oh, go, ooh, it's hard to look. And it was kind of like that. Yeah. It was like, wow, that's a, that's a hit. <laughs> yeah, that would have been one of the smallest yeah. hits put on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, if you're going to get a shot at a guy in 50 kilos plus pads, and you, you're going you're gonna to lay him out. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. It's been incredible what he's done. Over the course of it, of the season so far, and that's really his breakout game, and I think he's definitely front row for defensive rookie of the year in the NFL. Definitely up there as one of the contenders. I think right now the front runner after how he's done so far this year. On to the next one, though, going the offensive pace performer of the week. And, of course, there's none other than the guy who should be an MVP candidate despite being a running back. I'm, of course, talking about my boy, my boy, Christian McCaffrey. Four oh. touchdowns, absolutely incredible. Like, just how does this guy keep going and going? He could be getting his third Grand Player of the Week award from the NFL. That's going to be announced in a couple of hours, according to our recording time. So you might be able to catch it on our next couple of shows as an update. But, man, if he gets Grand Player for the third time in four weeks to start the season, that's just incredible stuff for a running back. I mean, McCaffrey, what did I say, four touchdowns. He yeah. was just incredible, carried our fantasy team pretty much <laughs> on his back. What was his he was our entire fantasy team, man, John. Everyone else stayed at home, and it was only CMC who put up like 80 points, right? That was, was that was it? Only one guy? Yeah. What was his nickname again? I, I forgot, Tay. Tay? Tay, what uh, was his nickname? Christian McCockslap. <laughs> yeah, McCockslap. I mean, man, he probably punched a few guys in the cock this week, just the way he is going I still wonder how he's a 49er. Ah, man, over 100, you know, all-purpose yards, seven catches, you know. This, this guy was just absolutely incredible to have in fantasy, over 40 fantasy points. And, boy, he was just incredible. I love Christian McCaffrey. Can't believe he's a Niner. I still can't. I don't know how ESPN graded that as a C. How is that a C grade? Can't wait. Can't wait, though, to see Christian McCaffrey once again. 49 fantasy points. That's what I was looking for. Almost a 50-burger in your full PPR leagues this week. He was 45 in Astro this week as well. So, boy, he was pretty much half our team, Maddie. Yeah, we're a half PPR, but you get bonuses for stuff as well. So, yeah, it's yeah. He, he was our whole team. I think we scored 86 or something like that, and McCaffrey was 46 of it. It was just, uh, wow. Yeah. It was a tragedy I mean, everywhere got- else, but... We got we got Christian McCock slapped like yeah, by Brando. Brando. Like that's we we always This is why I will never there's a, ever there's a, diss him. I don't trash talk Brendan. We were meant to smash him and he just comes out and lays fifty on us. It's like we're well, okay. No, I just it in a chat. I told Brendan, I'm like, you're gonna win. I, I called it. I'm called it. I'm sorry, Maddie. I called it. Yeah, but I, I think I, that I every said, time I'm playing him too, I just don't say it. <laughs> I've yeah, I've lost nah. to him too many times. I already know it's coming. <laughs> Yeah, I knew it was coming. I I just had to say it, you know, just so I could say, go and only and say I called it. Yeah. But unreal. Anyway, defensive pace performer of the week. Uh, we it was none other than Khalil Mack. I mean, if you have six sacks and what was it at IDP League? Was it like 95 18, points? In, I don't know what it got to, but it was at it got to, 1.75 once. Yeah, after that last high. sack, after that last sack, it was like 95. It was incredible. <laughs> Wait, let me pull lost. it up. He he top scored. Yeah, 95.6 or 8 or something. It was big. It was like, yeah, it was like 95.6. It was just, I mean, for a defensive guy, like just 
absolutely incredible what he just did. I, I was like, what the fuck? Bro, like, oh my goodness. 96 points. There you go, Maddie. It was yep. a, rounded up to 96. 95.5. 10 the tackles. The sack waxed by Mac. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. I love that. Exactly sack whacked, man. Six sacks. Boy, 10 tackles, two forced fumbles. Brought up 95.5, and the guy still lost to Khalil Mack in our league. Man, imagine having a fantasy player with 95.5, and you still lose your league. This Sounds week. a lot like our team last week, man. Josh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a lot like it's a lot like um CMC. Yeah, it's a lot like CMC. But boy, sometimes I love playing IDP leagues. By the way, I just got to say on the side, just because of the IDPs being so crazy, they just go out there and they just like put up like five hundred points. I mean, someone literally just picked up Clue Mack in our IDP dynasty league. He wasn't even rusted this week. Uh, in our Indian dynasty, Man. it was so funny. Um, he was. Even I can't crazy. wait to be on your IDP podcast, though. I'll come. I'll be a guest on your IDP podcast next season. Yeah. What one day I'll make an IDP podcast. I mean, yeah. I just got to get involved in those leagues. Starts the week. Be... Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Just defensive <laughs> players. That'd be sick. <laughs> yeah, I would say the week from now on. Starts of the week now. I'm going to include IDPs. Just so I, I want not on this show. On I your show, three hundred to thirty this week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I want, boys. You know, I, I want like have to it. edit that. I want to do all the talking and I'll let you edit it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes, sometimes, you know, thinking about doing a Monday podcast, something uploaded mm-hmm. on Monday, but Ooh. yeah, man, I just had time. Man, so. Mondays. I love that. But has anyone, has anyone seen Super Troopers? Nah. Dang it. Oh, I can't make the joke. Move on. Make the joke anyway. Fuck it. No, no, it, it doesn't work. You have to know what I'm saying. Mate, the I'll put in a drop anyway. The listeners, the listeners. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just there'll be no like reaction to you because you don't know who the guy is. So just like, we'll just cut. <laughs> <laughs> Not only did we not get you to make the joke, but Manjot and I both drove it into the ground too. So <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> exactly. We kept on making for it. Yes, because it would have been like an old person reference or something. Hundred percent, right? it would have. The guys in that movie are about my age, are they? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you're old, Matty. You're too old. Uh, okay, so we've got our offensive. We've got defensive. Even my boss, who's not the biggest NFL guy in the world, was telling me about Khalil Mack when I got into work uh, on Monday. He's like, Matty, how about Khalil Mack? I'm like, wow. that's You know you've had a game when even a guy who's not a big NFL fan talking about Khalil Mack. So, well-deserved. Return of the Mack. Big Mack. Yeah, so fantasy page performer. Now let's get some votes in, boys. Who was your fantasy page performer of the week? I don't know. I don't know what I have to say, more. Do yeah, I? I? I don't think I have to say it either. Do I? I'm going with Christian McCoxlap. <laughs> yeah, it has, to be. It. it has to be CMP. I'm just going with him. He was the nice. only good thing on my team that I care about the most. Everyone else was just ass on ass with an ass cream and between ass loaf. And then, then all of a sudden there was this... Filet mignon on the plate next to all this ass. That was called Christian McCaffrey. And everything else is his ass. So I love that guy. Yeah. He's incredible. Um Yeah, I just think, you know, what's going on with um CMC out there? Deserved page performer of the week. I mean, he scored 49 points. That justified why he should be a top two pick in fantasy this year. Just everything justified right there. In performances like that, even though he's has weapons around him all the time, 
boy, it doesn't matter for this guy. He just freaking goes out there, just does his job. I mean, guys even let him slip to me to pick five in some leagues. Like, they did not know what was going on. But, yeah, he's now the top scorer in fantasy for the entire season as well in PPR. 120 points. He's 17 points above second place, Justin Jefferson. So, honestly, man, I, I just can't be any more excited about Christian McCaffrey in fantasy. Just absolutely incredible. And yeah, yeah, I'm- yeah, yeah, guys. Yeah, look, CMCS, Christian McCockslap, he was fine. He was great. We all know it. He was picked in the top five in fantasy, blah, blah, blah. How about I interest you in a man who some analyst on this podcast could not have talked up anymore in the preseason. I was laughed at. I was ridiculed. I was told he is easily the running back two on his own team. I was told the new hotness was going to take over completely uh, from this guy. Raheem Mostert? Can I interest you in 141 yards all-purpose and three touchdowns? This guy is making the young up-and-comer obsolete on his team. I'm talking about David freaking Montgomery. He is one of my best ever preseason picks. And I am absolutely going to just tell everyone about it as I have on Instagram this week. Yeah. Oh God. All right, Taylor, just dog the water on me, please. Just do it now. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't what's, I don't deserve any decency, bro. Like what's I, amazing I, is he's running back nine and he's played two and a half games. Like, <laughs> I, I, I cannot even believe it. Like he and forget about the actual what what he's doing with all the touches. I'm just stoked that everything I saw in terms of him being the absolute bell cow in the rushing game in terms of carries total, that was my biggest thing in the preseason. I wasn't against Jameer Gibbs. I just didn't believe that there was some clear-cut thing that everyone was drafting where it was going to be Gibbs one and like a distant memory with Montgomery being a handcuff. That was my biggest thing I was against. I didn't say Gibbs was going to be terrible. I just believed that Montgomery was going to get the lion's share of the carries and it could not have been that like it could not be any more correct. Even if all of a sudden Gibbs takes over in the second half, I still believe Montgomery has already proved he was the far better draft pick because even if things turn later in the year, you still got an amazing value where you got him. You were getting him the seventh or the eighth. Like, it was insane. Mm. So oh, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm incredibly proud of that call I've made. It was seriously probably one of the best ones I've made because the value on him was so much better than obviously Gibbs. But it's not even so much about Gibbs. It was just generally him, and I felt like he was going to get – a lot of touchdowns. I made a bold call. He was going to lead the league for running backs in touchdowns, and he's on five, and he's played two and a half games. Per game, he's looking pretty good. <laughs> Him and Raheem Mostert right up there. Yeah. Um, and what I think is great about it is not only is he getting the line share, he's getting the Gibbs share as well. Yeah, <laughs> he's getting everything. I've been sitting on that joke for a full minute and just laughing at myself on just mute. Waiting for me to waiting for me to stop spooking myself just so you can... I stopped uh, listening to you, and I was just waiting for you to take a breath. <laughs> I could have asked you a question and you would not have answered it because you were just so ready. I can't disagree with you, Tay. I think uh, considering how much you trumpeted that guy. And, I mean, I was one who'd say, I like Montgomery. And then it turns out I was like Greg the lowest out of us three on him. So how much did I really like him? I don't know. Not as much as you. And um, I'm really willing to give out a whole bunch of plaudits for that because he was freaking fantastic. So now uh, let's get run through this. We've got the rookie. We've got an offensive and a defensive one, which is fucking cool. We've got an offensive yeah. and defensive player of the week for the pastries. And then we've now got our votes in for the pastry performer for fantasy. What's oh, next, yeah. brother? 
You know what time it is? It's the Aussie page performer of the week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, you guys thought I was going to the big one. Not, not I did. yet, buddy. Yeah, this um, is the big one. Yeah, this is the big one. Uh, <laughs> look, I've got to give it to Michael Dixon. Couple flipping punts on Monday Night Football. He's just absolutely incredible. The way he was playing out there um, really changed the game, I reckon, for uh, Seahawks. I think really backed up the Giants in their own territory. Made it hard for Daniel Jones, even harder than his O-line makes it for him. So, honestly, uh, I, I gave it to my lot in the last couple of weeks. I think it was time to share the love. Um, so, I, I'm going to go with Michael Dixon. Just give share the love this week um, with this one. Dixon was smacking the shit out of that ass, son. Like some of those, <laughs> some of those punts were fucking massive. I think he hit one for like sixty or something one time, and even the commentators were like, "How far did he kick that?" Was, I mean, I'm pretty sure his name insane. is. I'm pretty sure his nickname's Big Balls as well. So it's <laughs> really amazing. funny. They got amazing. Big Balls Dixon. He's got to go yeah. next to Purdy. One's got the big balls. One's got the big cock. Yeah. I mean, surely with your surname's Dixon, you got to be Dixon Balls, don't you? Yeah. Like, that's got to be, Balls yeah. has to be in the nickname, right? got to be. Michael Dixon Big Balls. Love it. Love yeah. it. Like how Tom Brady's nickname on Pro Football Focus is the Pharaoh. Like, <laughs> it's one of yeah. those. That went, no like, one calls him that, but it, oh, someone said it once. <laughs> yeah. Pro so, Football Reference, what are you on? So pick him yeah. up in your old punters league. So good. Exactly. I, I've been no no votes for Adam Gotsis? No, we're not getting some Jags love? No, no love uh, for Adam Gottes. Well, he deserves some love. He deserves some credit. He's been playing all right. No, you just wait seen... till we blow one of these teams out forty something to not much, and and then yeah, you can I need to see a couple more sacks from Gottes. You know, uh, shout out to Gottes if you're listening yeah. somewhere. Uh, I'm sure he knows. He, he about probably podcasts. is. I know. He I know is. he knows of our podcast. Yeah, he sure, because we have Aussies. You know, biggest Jags fan out there. So shout. I tag him as a collaborator and everything. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I should. <laughs> Man, sometimes you gotta shoot your shot. Sometimes when you tag your people, collaborators. But you know, I, I don't might give it a bash. Shoot my shot, but yeah, none of us shoot our shots. But finally, finally, the big one, the page performer of the week, and this is one where I get everyone in on their voice. There's a few candidates this week. Tay, who is your page performer of the week? No, oh, of course I'm saying Monty. I just love him. <laughs> <laughs> For all the reasons he explained about five minutes ago, yeah. I know. I can't go on. I can't, I'm, I'm not going to sidetrack me and John's segment anymore. I've said my piece. I've, there's nothing else I can say. I'm saying Monty. Yeah, you boys can't destroy my day more than you have already. Destroy my segment more than you have already. Maddie, your turn. Who's your page performer of the week? I feel like because of the way that that game went, it's hard not to give it to Puka Nakua. Mm. Like he was a big difference in the fourth quarter and overtime in that game. As a rookie, I'm really blown away by this kid. And, like, he was free. He was, like, auto-draft teams or pick him up off waivers in terms of fantasy. Like, this is just how little people thought he was going to have an impact in in any part of the league. So, as a football part, take the fantasy away from it. I think it's a massive part of the reason that result came around. I'm really happy to throw my weight behind Puka Nakua. Yeah, me too. I think I think he's a good pick there, Maddie. For me, uh, as a bit more of a defensive guy on this podcast, can't go past Khalil Mack, honestly. Like, it, it's very rare. I mean, it's hard between Mack and CMC for me. That was the choice. It's very rare to get four touchdowns a game, but it's even rarer to get six sacks in a game. One of just five players, including Derek Thomas, uh, who has the seven, to tally six sacks in a game. Um, the last time it was achieved 
was O.C. Umaniora uh, from the New York oh. Giants back in 2007 against Philly. And in oh, that man. game, the Giants had 12 sacks as a team, which Seattle had 11 <laughs> sacks um, against the Giants last uh, on Monday Night Football last night. So pretty much, yeah, that that's how you know that how rare it is. It hasn't happened in 16 years. I wasn't even watching football at that time. So you weren't even born. <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, I didn't have a life before football, so you can really say that. Man, I was just a young bloke in my thirties back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, TV wasn't in color. Yeah, sixteen <laughs> years ago, Maddie. Yeah, um, but honestly, something that rare has to be rewarded by me. So there you go, patient form of the week, Khalil Mack. That was an award for sacks, not the biggest sack that went to Dixon. <laughs> yeah. Biggest sack goes to Maddie C for Cockhead. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. How about that? Okay, let's give the uh, the recap. We've got CJ Stroud as our rookie or CJ Proud. I love that. I wrote that hey. down. And then Devin Weatherspoon in Devon's Heaven or Devon's Hell, I guess, if you're a Giants fan. Uh, the defensive pastry performer is for Khalil Mack and the offensive pastry performer is for Christian McCockslap because of what he was doing to defences. With a fantasy award, a couple of votes for CMC over here, but Tay very rightly trumpeting his love of David Montgomery and the performance he had on Thursday Night Football against the Packers. <laughs> the Aussie pastry performer is our boy Michael Dixon, who was punting all over the place, all big balls. Well done, mate. Well done. And then, of course, the pastry performer of the week. We're giving it to Khalil Mack because he is part of a group that is half as big as people have walked on the fucking moon. So, I mean, that, that's that's mental and deserves the pastry. Khalil, that'll be coming to your mansion. <laughs> is that yeah. how it works? Yeah, it goes to that LA mansion out there, Matty. No, <laughs> that's excited. how it works. Cool. Uh, did your pastry chef quit last week after having to make 85 pastries? Oh, fuck, yeah. He, he did. We had to hire a new one. Uh, but then the old one came back during the middle of the week. So now we got two patient chefs out there. Oh, fuck yeah. You know, upgrade. We'll upgrade every single week. Um, so now you got one to make them for the uh, a segment and just one to make them for you. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, <laughs> one for the segment, one for me. Yeah. Oh, man. Have my own pastry chef nowadays. Boy, I'm getting... That's how it should be if you're that. the voice of Aussie Gridiron, mate. That's how it should be. You should be living your best pastry life. But it's just like oh, <laughs> you've, you've now embarked on that. <laughs> I'm extra hungry, man. I'm just hey, man, I, I just want to eat. Yeah. I heard uh, one of your defensive uh, pastry award winners, uh, Devin, I heard he opened up a can of whoop ass. How did he eat that can? With a spoon, baby. Ah. <laughs> That was that was that was that was decent. That was decent. That was very bad, but it was funny. It was oh, very it's bad, so bad. I I don't know. So I'm bad, but laughing. so proud. I'm CA proud. I'm not laughing. I'm just like so awkward about that. It's just like that was very bad. I was- I'm a father. I'm allowed the dad jokes. I'm I'm allowed them. So I've I hit the criteria once I had it. Once I had a kid. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot like it. As soon as you said, hey, man, John, I'm like, hands over my eyes going, oh, fuck, here it comes. And that was honestly a lot like being on the Brandon McManus roller coaster again. It really was. Something he's been sitting on. Did you have that for like a whole minute like I did with that one earlier? (laughs) (laughs) One of those ones where I think it's so much funnier than it ever will be to anyone else. So good. There's going to be a whole drop out of that. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, so pastry performers, it's been a good week. I can't wait to see what happens for week five and where they go. But uh, all these pastries going to big mansions all over the place, but no bigger than the Khalil Mack one. Uh, thank you again, Manjo. Where does everyone find you and your pastry performers of the week? Oh, on Pastry Press NFL, of course. Of course. The best NFL social media and all of Australian gridiron. Um, yeah, I'm going to take that title from now on, just going to say it. But I'm the voice of Australian grid. I'm also the best social media guy out there. So easily, if you're not listening, then you're missing out. Easily, easily, mate. It's not even a race. They ain't know what I got, you know. <laughs> this is the Aussie NFL fantasy show. That Saints yeah. Panthers game was a hairy dog's ass. Like it was so bad. <laughs> this is a whole bunch of fluffy foreskin, and there's going to be reasons why for this later in the week. Aussie. That's it. We ran away with it. Like we had a VCR under our arm, clearing neighbors' fences uh, in the nineties. You know, trying to run off with someone's hardware to go and sell it for some uh, some sweet, sweet drugs. NFL. Absolutely, yeah. If it was, if it was, you know, a league where it was mum's pumped, yeah, that would have been a lot better. That's all I can think of when I hear his name this year. I don't know why, man. I, I must be a very weird dude. Fantasy. A doctor call. Leaves patients with bonus. That's basically what we learned here. Clearly drunk on the the good call aroma. This is the Aussie NFL fantasy show. It's probably just because the doctor's just so seductive, man. Like he can <laughs> really turn me on a little too much. I think. I think that's what's really going on.